Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, the cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations, and nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. There's trouble on the trail ahead. It happened ten years ago, but to Mary Ashley it seemed only yesterday that a freckle-faced little girl in pigtails and astride a wiry cowpony rode a winding trail up to Wild Horse Mesa. When she had reached the top of the level tableland, she urged the pony forward. All right, Billy. They're right behind us. Come on now. Here we go. Come on, Billy. Come on. She raced across the mesa as though she were pursued by a million wild Indians. That's one of the privileges of being 11 years old and riding your own pony. You can pretend a lot of things. At the end of the run, she pulled up breathless. Whoa! Oh, boy! Whoa! Oh, Billy, that's enough. We outran them anyway, didn't we? She remembered that ride so well because it was on the day that she first met Danny Walsh. Danny was riding bareback on a white stocking brindle. And if it hadn't been for his carrot-colored hair flying in the wind, Mary could have pretended he was one of her imaginary Indians. Whoa! Whoa, Jack! Whoa! Whoa, boy! Oh, I thought maybe you were an Indian. Don't look like an Indian, do I? No, not with that red hair. What's your name? Mary Ashley. What's yours? Daniel Walsh. Most folks just call me Danny. My pa calls me sis. 
Got a name for your pony? Of course. It's Billy. Mine's Jack. That's a silly name for a horse. No, it isn't. I name all my horses Jack. Do you have more than one? Only when I rope a new one up here in the mesa. You mean Jack's a wild horse? Well, sure. That's why I don't use a saddle. <laughs> Danny, you're funny. What do you mean? Riding wild horses that are all named Jack. Bet Billy and I can beat you back to the trail. I'll bet you can't. Give me a head start. Then I'll pretend you're an Indian. All right. Come on, Billy. Come on. Come on, boy. Come on, boy. Stretch it, Jack. Hey, Mary, let's go for a red-headed Indian. That had all happened ten years ago. And now a very pretty and grown-up young woman stood in front of a ranch house and spoke to a bashful cowboy named Danny Walsh. <laughs> and remember how we used to race our horses up in the mesa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd ride hard and yell, look out for a red-headed Indian. That was fun. I still go up on the maze every once in a while. To lasso another wild horse and name him Jack? <laughs> How'd you guess? Oh, because I think you're part wild horse yourself. Maybe I am. I sure like him. A wild horse has spirit, fire. Something other horses lose when they're broken or saddled. I know. <laughs> By the way, Mary, how's your pa? Oh, fine. He's awfully busy now since he's been elected sheriff. I, I've been meaning to see him. Why don't you stop in and see him on your way through town? Yeah, I... I believe I will. It'll give Sorrel Jack a chance to look at a town. He's never seen one. Is that Sorrel Jack hitched to the rail over there? Yeah. Isn't he a beauty? Oh, he certainly is. You want to ride him? No, thanks. I'll leave all the wild horses to you. <laughs> well, I, I guess I'll be loping along. See you tomorrow night? Of course. I, I'm going into town and chin a while with your paw. Good night, Mary. Good night, Danny. <laughs> Quiet, Sorrel Jack. Quiet, boy. Now, don't get nervous. I'll just hit you here in front of the cafe. Now, you wait right here. I'm going next door and call on Mary's paw. He's the sheriff. Uh, evening, Sheriff Ashley. Very right in. I, I got something I want to talk to you about. Is it about that wild stallion you're riding? <laughs> no, it, it isn't about Sorrel Jack. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> you see, Sheriff, it, it's like this. I, well, I... Would... Well, you see, Mary and I have known each other for a long time. And, well, you, you see, I... <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, Danny, I see. Do you? And you have my consent. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> oh, gee, Mr. West. Say, Sheriff, have you what seen... What is it, Fred? I was looking for Danny Walsh. Me? Yeah. Paul Daggett is next door in the cafe. He's full of red eye and says he's gunning for you. Gunning for me? Claims that wild stale in the earth snapped at him a few minutes ago and he was tying his horse to the hitch rack. Why, Sorrel Paul Jack... Paul pretty hot-headed, Danny. You better go over and talk to him. Why, sure. Come on, Fred. I'll be over in a minute as soon as I finish the work. Why, Paul Daggett must be crazy. Sorrel Jack won't snap at anybody unless they pester him. Oh, he claims the horse is vicious. That's not true. Uh, here we are. Where is he? Right over there by the bar. Daggett, I hear you want to see me. You heard right. What about? That man-eating four-legged coyote you got hitched outside. Sorrel Jack? 
What's wrong with it? There ought to be a law against bringing a sidewinder like that into town. If it's law you want, why don't you see the sheriff? Wouldn't do no good. Seeing as how you're sweet on that daughter, I hear. <laughs> Mary Ashley has got nothing to do with this discussion. Oh, she ain't. Well, maybe if I was to shine up to Mary, the sheriff would let me bring hyenas in a town. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Taggart. I wouldn't mention her name again if I were you. Yeah, who's going to stop me? I am. Boys, listen to the red air. <laughs> I think I'll go right out the Ashley Ranch tonight and start courting her. Still, if she runs around a cheap puncher, she can't be You asked for a dagger? Oh, oh, me, will you? Annie's going to draw. Ooh. Annie, ain't you going to... If it's a gunfight you want, dagger, I'll take that too. Watch out, boys. You're swinging last. Right through the heart. You got him, Danny. I can't understand it. I'm sure those last two shots weren't mine. Oh, what do you care? He tried to kill you, so he got what was coming to him. Uh, yeah, but Make I... way for the sheriff, boys. Here he comes. Yeah, what's going on here? Uh, killing, Sheriff. Tag it through first. I saw him. So did everybody else. Is that right? Yeah, right. He's dead. Right through the heart. I... I guess you'll be wanting me, Sheriff. Well, man's dead and you kill him. That's the law, Danny. I know it. And I'm ready to go to jail. Hey, he to arrest you, Danny. All I'm worried about is Sorrel Jack. Who'll take care of him? I'll try it, Danny, but I can't guarantee anything. Thanks. Well, come on. You're under arrest for murder. <laughs> In all the confusion, no one noticed a tall Indian who stood quietly at the edge of the crowd and watched everything. After the sheriff had taken Danny Walsh to jail, the Indian slipped away and mounted a paint horse. He rode for many miles before he stopped in a grove of trees and met a masked man. Horse gone home from the home. Hello, where have you been? Come to bring news. What kind of news? Plenty bad. Boy with red hair. Ride Sorrel Jack. Shoot man in cafe. You mean Danny Walsh? Uh. What were they fretting about? Uh, Tonto not know. That's strange. Danny Walsh isn't the kind of a boy to commit murder. Uh, Tonto see him. Did the sheriff arrest him? Uh. What happened to Sorrel Jack, the wild horse? Uh, Tonto not find out. There's something wrong there. I'd like to know what became of Sorrel Jack. That's right, Tonto. Uh. I'm here, Silver. The big fella. <laughs> Sorrel Jack comes from Wild Horse Mesa. That's where Silver was born. That's right. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Tonto. Lone Ranger and Tonto were unable to find the wild horse Sorrel Jack. Several weeks went by, during which a jury tried and convicted Danny Walsh of murder and sentenced him to prison for life. Still, no one had seen the wild horse, although cowpunchers who rode the range brought back stories of a sorrel-colored stallion that roamed everywhere and evaded all attempts at capture. Then one day, a delegation of ranchers visited the office of Sheriff Ashley. It's getting to be serious, serious, Sheriff. That wild swole's collecting all our mustangs and roaming the prairie with a pack of Miller's heels. I lost my best saddle horses only last week. So we figure the galoot is just as much of a horse thief as the two-legged kind. And we want to swear out a warrant for his arrest. Have you chance any ideas just how to go about arresting Sorrel Jack? We know where he and the pack hide out most of the time. Well. Up on Wild Horse Mesa. You might be able to run him down the gulch there and corral him. All right, boys. You swear out a warrant for Sorrel Jack's arrest. And I'll appoint all of your deputies and we'll try to serve it on him. The following morning, Sheriff Ashley and his posse set out for Wild Horse Mesa. 
When they arrived, they built a stout fence across one end of the blind canyon. This was the trap into which they hoped to drive Sorrel Jack and his pack of runaway Mustangs. When everything was in readiness, the men spread out to find the horses. As the sheriff waited at the canyon's entrance, he heard the rattle of loose stones on the trail behind him and was surprised to see his daughter Mary approaching. What's up, sis? Can't you see I'm busy? A letter came for you. It's from the penitentiary. I thought you ought to know. Let me see it. This isn't such good news, sis. What does it say? It's from the warden of the penitentiary. Listen. Big Sheriff, Danny Walsh escaped from my jail today. I don't know for sure, but I think he may head for your part of the range. Look for him, will you? Pa, what'll you do? I don't know. But you better ride back to town. I'm busy. But, Pa... One job at a time. When I get this one done, I'll worry about that. Now, please go home, will you, sis? All right, Pa. I'll go. After his daughter had left, the sheriff was lost in thought for a few moments. Why did red-headed men and wild horses combine to make his life so miserable? A sudden sharp sound brought his attention to the trail that led from the mesa. It was a defiant whinny of a wild horse. Then the entire pack broke into view with Sorrel Jack at the head of it. They made a picture that held the sheriff frozen in his saddle. Sixteen hands high, the proud and lustrous coated Sorrel Jack led the way. His white flashing feet seemed hardly to touch the hard rock trail. He sensed some kind of battle and whinnied a challenge. Then he came plunging down the trail with the other horses at his heels. Suddenly, they stopped. Sorrel Jack had sighted the figure of a man. A man seated on a horse and barring the way to freedom. With a loud snort, he chose a course that was exactly the opposite from that which his captors had planned. He began to climb the side of the steep draw that led back to the mesa. His shrewd brain seemed to sense that by now the men who had rounded up the cabbie were at the bottom of the canyon. If he could regain the level top of the mesa, he'd be safe. The sheriff was suddenly galvanized into action. He whipped his Winchester from the saddle boot and aimed at Sorrel Jack's head. His first shot missed, so he took a more careful aim. But before he could squeeze the trigger, a man who had evidently been standing directly behind him spoke. Don't shoot again, Sheriff. Uh, if you want Sorrel Jack, I'll get him for you. A mess man, who are you? Someone who hates to see a brave horse die by a bullet. Yes, yeah, so do I, but there's no other way. That devil has already figured out the trap we set for him, and there isn't a horse that can hold up against him. Yes, there is. Right there. The white stallion? Well, he's mighty powerful looking, but I don't know. I do. Here, Silver. I've got to catch Sorrel Jack. You understand, Silver? Ready, big boy. You ready, big fella? Come on, then. I'll Silver! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. Struggling up the almost perpendicular side of a steep slope, Sorrel Jack, the outlaw horse, finally gained the mesa. He had left the pack of horses behind him. Now it was his own race for survival. He reached the edge of a tableland and paused for only a second, then broke into a long lope that carried him over the ground with lightning speed. But the Lone Ranger and Silver were right behind him. They topped the head of the gulch, and in another minute, Silver was plunging after the fleeing Sorrel. Come on, Silver! Come on, big fella! The gap between the two horses seemed hardly lessened when Sorrel Jack stopped abruptly. His wild eyes flashed for a moment as he saw the Lone Ranger and Silver bearing down on him. Then in desperation, he headed for the further edge of the table-like mesa. The Lone Ranger realized that the cornered outlaw might leap to his death, so he quickly swung his lariat and sent it spinning in a long, graceful arc toward the sorrel horse's head. The rope caught Sorrel Jack squarely. He screamed in fright and anger. He threw the weight of his body into a mighty lunge, but the rope was taut, for it was already snubbed around the Lone Ranger's saddle. Sorrel Jack was far from subdued. He plunged and fought the restraining lariat. The masked man was preparing to circle the captured animal when he heard the sound of a whistle. It seemed to come from nowhere. Then slowly there appeared the figure of a man crawling over the edge of the mesa. He whistled again, sharp, penetrating. The effect on the outlaw horse was astounding. He stopped his fight for release, stood still, cocking his ears forward. The unknown man hurried to the side of Sorrel Jack. He patted the horse's neck and stroked it gently, whispering softly. The Lone Ranger advanced on the silver, slackening the rope. Thanks. Thanks for saving his life. He might have jumped if you hadn't roped him. If I hadn't been for my own horse, I'd never have gotten within roping distance. I know. I saw the whole thing from those cane brakes down there. There now, steady, boy. Quiet down, Sorrel Jack. You must be Danny Walsh. Yeah, I, I am. Danny Walsh, an escaped convict. And I know who you are. Oh, you do? You're the Lone Ranger. But that doesn't help me. It might, Danny. What do you mean? I've been doing some investigating about the murder for which you were convicted. It won't do any good. There were 40 or 50 witnesses who saw me shoot Paul Daggett. Will you answer one question, Danny? I can do that much if I know the answer. Do you think you killed Paul Daggett? No, I don't. I was shooting at him and it was in self-defense. But the last two bullets, the ones that killed him, didn't come from my gun. Do you know who fired them? No. It might have been any one of the 50 men. Yes, it might have been. That's why I can't prove I'm innocent. Now look, Danny. What? That's the sheriff. Well, I, I only busted out of jail to make sure Sorrel Jack was safe. I'll go back without an argument. So you got that well horse roped, eh? I don't think you'll give you any more trouble, Sheriff. You never can tell about the... Danny, where'd you come from? Jail. I busted out. I know. I'll go quiet, Sheriff. If you'll promise to take care of Sorrel Jack. There's none of us can handle him, Danny. That's why we're out here today. In fact, I have a warrant for Sorrel Jack's arrest. He's uh, an outlaw. Both of us are outlaws. That right, Sorrel Jack? Well, we've got to get back to town. If you can handle this cutter, Danny, get on him and let's ride. Say, Sheriff, what became of that masked man who was here when we rode up? Right. He's gone. And I didn't notice when he left. I always say you can't trust anybody that wears a mask. I don't know. But I think this man's different. If my opinion's worth anything, I'd trust him anywhere. Well... Come on, boys. Let's head back for town. Get a bad. Not a bad day's work, Sheriff. You came out after one outlaw and you're bringing back two. And I've got a double reason for wishing I wasn't Sheriff. Come on, boys.
After Sorrel Jack had been captured, it was an easy task to round up the other horses that had followed him. As they came back to the little town, Danny Walsh led the procession riding Sorrel Jack. The people who watched could hardly believe it. Danny Walsh, the boy who was supposed to be in prison riding the outlaw horse himself, with no saddle and only the rope hackamore for a bridle. The horses were herded into a corral at the end of the street, and ranchmen began to claim their stock as soon as the gate was closed. A few minutes later, Sheriff Ashley beckoned to Danny. They crossed the street and entered the elite restaurant. The lawman intended to buy his prisoners lunch. In the meantime, the lone ranger and his faithful Indian friend Tonto reached another side of the little town and stopped beside a deserted stable. Oh, Silver, oh, Silver, oh, Silver, oh, Silver, oh, Silver, oh, Silver, Walk from here on, Tonto. Uh, uh, where you go now? To find a man I suspect of being the real cause of Paul Daggett's death. Uh, who's that man? A gambler named Fred Poole. He was standing next to Danny the night Daggett was shot. Why do you think that, Kimasabi? Well, because I've learned from talking to some of the other men who were in the cafe, that Poole brought Danny into the place. How do you know this man shoot him? I don't, Tonto. I don't. But if he's guilty, he'll convict himself. Uh, here we are. That's where he lives. What do you want? A masked man and an Indian. Outlaws. Maybe. Well, aren't you going to invite us in? I don't know you. Might be to your advantage. What do you mean? May we come in? All right. I, uh, I thought you'd like to know that Danny Walsh broke out of jail. Danny Walsh out of jail? When? A few days ago. But I thought that... So did everybody else. I, uh... I think Danny now knows who really killed Paul Daggett. The only way to get the information to Sheriff Ashley was to break jail. You mean... You know what I mean. He and the sheriff are talking it over right now. Down at the elite cafe. But he can't do that. He was convicted and sentenced. He ought to be kept in jail. They look real chummy sitting in the cafe. Other thing, the sheriff's buying his lunch. Now, uh... As a taxpayer, you have a right to object to prisoners being treated that way. Well, that's right. I I have. <laughs> Thought you'd agree with me. Come along, Tom. Hey, wait a minute. Why did you tell me this? Whoever you are. Why, uh, I just thought you'd uh, like to know. going to do with him, Pa? Uh, do with who? You know very well who I'm talking about. Danny Walsh. Oh, is he back in town? Now, Pa, don't be that way. I saw you all ride in from Wild Horse Mesa, and I saw Danny riding Sorrel Jack. Where is he now? Over the elite lunchroom. As soon as he gets through eating, we'll go over to the jail. Do you have to do it, Pa? Now, look here, sis. I'm still sheriff, and there's only one thing I can do. Hold him for the authorities. Oh, I didn't mean Danny. He'll have to go back to prison, of course. I meant Sorrel Jack. I'm worried about that, too, sis. Nobody can handle that critter. I guess I'll run an ad in the paper and say I'll give him to any man who can handle him. Danny can handle him. I reckon he can. He's proved that. But Danny's an outlaw. Who's going to handle Danny? I can... I, I mean... Now, here, sis, I don't know what you're thinking. But remember, Danny Walsh is an outlaw. And stay away from the elite restaurant. May I go down to the corral and see Sorrel Jack? Well, I guess there wouldn't be any harm in that. I'm going back to the lunchroom and pick up Danny. 
Are you through with your lunch, Danny? All ready for one of the rooms in your special hotel, Chef. Uh, Danny, you know that I... I know you're only doing your duty. And I don't blame you a bit. Let's go. Hello, you, Sheriff. Hello, Fred. Hello, Fred. Sheriff, I'm a taxpayer in this county. Nobody says you're not, Fred. And as a taxpayer, I don't think you should be using part of my money to feed prisoners restaurant food. Hey, Fred, I didn't... That's the trouble. You never think. Now, wait a minute. Danny Walsh is a murderer. He's been tried and convicted. He should be eating bread and water in jail. You're kind of letting off steam, aren't you, Fred? That's a disgrace to law and order. What's the idea, Fred? I don't want to talk to jailbirds. Suit yourself. The sheriff and I get along, all right? Yeah, I guess it does pay to be real friendly with the sheriff's daughter. Especially before you break the law. Why, you... Stay where you are. I got a gun, Walsh. I don't care if you've got six of them. Doc, it's a gunfire. Not unless he can shoot better than that. Why, you dirty... Danny will kill him. Stop it. Stop the fight, Carter. I'm not stopping anything except whoever interferes. Now this is where the police lunchroom gets a new front window. Nice work, Danny. Come on outside now. Yeah. Look who's coming. The same masked man who captured the wild horse out of the mesa. Who's coming home? Well, Sheriff, I see that it's happened. What do you mean? Hasn't Fred Poole confessed that he was the one who really killed Paul Daggett? No, and I'm not going to confess. Throw up your hands, all of you. You overlooked the possibility of a second gun, didn't you, Sheriff? Well, I'll be a... Don't move, any of you. I'm going to go back down this street, get my horse and vamoose. And if it's any satisfaction to you, Sheriff, I am the one who killed Daggett. Killed him with the same revolver. He cheated me in a dice game. You can't get away, Fred. Oh, yes, I can. Remember, I'll drill the first one who moves. No, you won't. Shot the gun right out of his hand. All right, arrest him, Sheriff. You've heard his confession. I sure have. Mr. Poole has gone away for a long time. Now, this puts Danny Walsh in the clear, doesn't it? I'll write the governor to bar to give Danny a full pardon. Does that mean I'm free now, Sheriff? <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, Danny. Where's Mary? <laughs> well, I I think she's up at that corral talking to that uh, outlaw friend of yours, Sorrel Jack. <laughs> Excuse me, Paul. I guess you won't have to worry about who's going to handle that Sorrel after all, Sheriff. Or who's going to handle Danny, either? Look, here comes Sorrel Jack. Bet it's the first time that critter's ever carried two people at the same time. But it won't be the last. <laughs> I got him for the red-headed Indian! They'll make a real team, those two. Say, what became of that masked man and his Indian friend? There they go, heading the other way. Wonder who that fellow is. <laughs> I thought by now you fellas would recognize the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? Ranger. Yep, that's right. We sure owe him an awful lot.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs> 